0: And we're back for another episode of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here from Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, Game Source, and the Lakers Fast Break. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our great shows. And if you can, please give us that five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, even throw out some of those Facebook gaming stars at us, it is truly appreciated. Plus, also as well, if you can subscribe, follow, do whatever you can to support NBA Draft Junkies, the Run the Floor podcast, Lakerholics.com, it is also truly appreciated. You hear that? You hear that? That's what the Lakers get after a terrific performance, just outstanding. It's kind of nervous to start off with because you don't usually start off down 13, 23 to 10, But early in the first quarter, it was 23-10 for the Miami Heat. Things didn't look so well. The Lakers were out of sync. Things weren't happening on either the offensive and the defensive end. But wouldn't you know, they found a focus, and it was all on the defensive end. After that 23-10 run, the Lakers went on an 80-44 run on their own up until the end of the third quarter and just basically took their foot off the gas, almost let the heat back in the game, but they did win out 116-98 to 98 in Game 1 of the NBA Finals. And here today to talk about our three great guests in Indeed. First off is my good friend Indeed and my co-host for our entire NBA playoff coverage. He is the man behind NBA Draft Junkies. you got to go ahead and check out what he's doing today at NBA Draft Junkies, including what we were just talking about off-camera, and that is a, well, basically one of his latest videos on one of the, maybe not under the radar profiles that he has in Yamadar, plus he just put up one today as well with the Rokas, Jokubaitis, it is Rafael Barlow. And Raphael, I'm telling you, my friend, today for the Lakers, it was all about their defense.
1: Yeah, I mean, who would have thought that after watching the first, what, four minutes? Miami looked like they had every answer for the Lakers' defense. It looked like a layup line. And then I don't know if Vogel made an adjustment, or I don't know if it switched when Dwight was out the game for that time. But after that, it was just straight lockdown the rest of the game.
0: And then it got even worse for the Heat because they not only had one player, not two players, but three key players of the rotation injured. So can you tell everybody out there exactly the circumstances behind Jimmy Butler, Goran Dragic, and also Bam Adebayo?
1: Yeah, I mean, their three best players are banged up. It's uh, not looking good for Miami right now. I mean, it's just a tough situation to be in. Even for, you know, the Lakers or the Laker fans, you, you don't want to win a series where, you know the team isn't at full strength, and you don't want that asterisk by your title that some people are going to give, but it happens all the time. Like you know, Golden State, their first championship in two thousand fifteen. You no, know, Kevin Love, um, Kyrie, I think only played one game. And uh, speaking of that, just off subject a little bit, Kelly, O when the, the Lakers are up by like twenty five and thirty, and Kelly Olinnick was in the game. I'm like, just this, this this guy. <laughs> He's he he's. I don't want to call him a dirty player, but he does make dirty plays. And and he was guarding LeBron. I was like, the last thing you need is for you know Kelly olinick to do something crazy. And you know and the game was already decided, and so he's already uh hurt LeBron's championship run once before. And you know I didn't want to see him do it again five years later, but dominating performance by the Lakers.
0: Absolutely indeed. I want to tell you a story. As Kelly Olympic was walking in, my older daughter who's the big Lakers fan with me, he goes, mm-hmm. Who's that guy? He looks like a hockey player. And I said, he plays like one too. Yes, that's right. Just ask Kevin Love. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. 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 Missing an arm there, Kevin. There you go. Yeah, yeah. But on I'm... the
2: blog I said, watch your shoulders, everybody.
0: Yes, yes, absolutely. Speaking of shoulders I also want to ask Raphael real quick before I get to you you two guys. So I appreciate your patience. Speaking of shoulders, Bam Adebayo tried to run into shoulder to shoulder with, you know, Dwight Howard and it didn't go so well, did it?
1: No, I mean, Bam, Bam's not a small guy. He's a big boy himself, but it was kind of like, yeah, it's like a, (laughs) I don't know, an S10 running up against a 250 a Ford <laughs> F250. So, yeah, he he didn't get the better end of that of that exchange for sure.
0: So we're gonna have to check and see what's going on with not only Bam Adebayo, Jimmy Butler, and Goran Dragic going for game two. It is a quick turn. Dragic
1: is done. At least, was Twitter saying he's done? Plantar fasciitis or an Achilles injury.
0: Ooh.
1: Yeah. I have saw the replay someone showed a replay and it looked like Durant remember last year when yeah. Durant stopped and then you yeah. just saw like the, you know, the muscles in his calf and all of that. Just kind of,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. Somebody hmm. just posted a, uh, you know, exactly. a quick video of that. So um, yeah, it doesn't look like it's,
0: i yeah. saw jimmy butler's ankle almost go in a 90 degree direction and that was yeah, not I, off someone's foot it was actually off the floor which was actually to me even it was off a great
3: defense by anthony davis who basically shut him down on the play well i'm at
1: the first half of the, so the floor he did it again
2: well you know Jim, jimmy's a tough boy though i mean like pretty much the wolverine of the nba
1: no, oh, that's that's LeBron James. Yeah, that's I've seen LeBron, LeBron tear yeah. his ACL yeah. in the game, jumped twice, came back, <laughs> and was fine.
0: Well, you said he stopped aging at 25 already. We've already you know, yeah. said that on the show. <laughs> Magic Man, before I get to you, I want to go ahead and tell you to turn up your levels because you're really soft, but also here today to talk about what's going on with the Lakers is a good man indeed. He is the mastermind behind Lakerholics.com. Please be part of the conversation, and right now it's a very jovial Conversation And it's always good to see him smile because yesterday he was having palpitations for altogether different reasons. Don't say why, please, because I don't want to go into that today. It is Laker, Tom. I'm in a good mood, and I really want to stay that way. Yesterday I wasn't for obvious reasons. But, yeah, today I'm in a good mood. Lakers played well defensively. They really kicked it in the high gear. I don't know whatever Frank Vogel said at that time out when it was right around that time, 23-10, to 10, but whatever he said and whatever change there was made, because Kuzma and Caruso, they were already in the lineup for a couple of minutes. This was already happening. Whatever happened, whatever change was made at that point in time, it really affected the Lakers and it affected the Lakers for at least the next two and a half quarters.
3: Yeah, they the, the defense really clamped down at that point in time, and, and the swing was just amazing because... They were swarming on people, and, and you really saw that uh, there was really no offensive movement at all. Every time that uh, the Heat would move the ball around, somebody would rotate perfectly, and uh, every time they went inside, there were two or three guys contesting shots. Um, they basically just ate them up, um, physica- physically ate them up, and then just mentally had them. And then, you know, once once you start getting beat up on defense – that does a lot to your shot confidence. And the, the flip side is just as true. Once you start making those stops and getting those steals and you're going down the court, the Lakers were were just raining threes on them. Um, we're getting to the foul line. They they outshot them by 18 points at the foul at the free throw line. Um, they out-rebounded them by 18 points. Um, so it was just a dominating performance. Um, I felt great because Dwight Howard started and mm-hmm. uh, I, was, I was just basically ranting on, on com that all of these people saying that that Frank was going to start JaVale McGee. I said, that's crazy. There's no way in the world he was going to start, you know. I just basically said I would stop watching the Lakers almost if he started JaVale McGee. Oh, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You and, can't call uh, yourself hey, well, Laker that, Tom and say that.
3: The comments I made, Sean, <laughs> not, I said not... basically anybody who thinks that he's going to do that He's either stupid or Frank is stupid, one or the other.
2: Okay, but seriously, what logical reason would there be to start JaVale McGee?
3: There is one logical reason. There is one logical reason, which is there's a lot to be said about the fact that when you compare the front court of the Lakers versus the front court of the Heat, that it's better, we have a better advantage, frankly, playing big ball than we do small ball. I agree. Because there's, you know, you, you immediately require Bam to guard the center. <laughs> well, maybe not necessarily with JaVale, but if Dwight's in there, Bam's got to guard him because they got nobody else can do that. That takes him off of AD. And as we saw in this game, Crowder is not going to guard him. Jimmy Butler is not going to guard him. In fact, neither one of them can guard LeBron or AD. So well, there's an argument to be made that if you, if you, that Frank might have put him in there to see whether or not he could even get some more big ball to keep that advantage, because playing small matches up. Because you put Morris in there, and when you play small, and you put AD at the five, Morris at the four, you're you got Crowder on Morris, you got AD, you got uh, Bam on AD, and you know. And but then the one problem you still have, and this is the guy who basically LeBron abused the entire game, was Duncan Robinson. I mean, he hunted out Duncan Robinson yeah. and just ate him up for lunch over and over and over, time after time after time. Well,
2: uh, you know what's funny about that? When we were talking the other night, I wanted to bring that up, like, to you and see what you thought, because that's the thing about the Heat. They play really hard. They play in a good system, but you still are playing two rookies in an NBA Finals. Yeah,
3: and you're you're playing two guys who are offensive players. Uh, hero I mean anytime that hero was around or Robinson was around LeBron they were they were their version of Lou Williams man yeah And LeBron just kept forcing that switch on him and they just take him from the top of the key
0: absolutely and look who's here as well I want to go ahead and give a shout out first off before I introduce JS (laughs) I want to go ahead and give a shout out to Magic Man aka Sean Grice you can also check out his work today at lakerholics.com I know you're a little bit soft, so if you can go ahead, when you speak, please come closer to your mic, because I know you're a little soft today. But I want to go ahead and have your thoughts on this, Magic Man, before I hit JS, and that is this. Your thoughts on the matchup as far as can anybody on the Miami Heat stop LeBron, because it looked like LeBron was so dominating. I know for Iguodala, you know, we talk about how LeBron keeps, like, turning back the clock. Because, it, you know, Rafael has proven that he's still stopped aging at 25, but <laughs> yeah. I will say this, that Iguadala does look a little bit older, does look a little bit like he's advanced age since the last time that those two have met, and today it was proven that he can't keep up with them. And the fact is, they also can't find anyone consistently to guard Anthony Davis as well, especially when Anthony Davis is playing with physicality. Today, he played with physicality. He didn't play soft, and it really paid off for the Los Angeles Lakers,
2: For sure, Gerald. I mean, can you hear me? Absolutely, I- yes. As long I as you're heard.
0: close, you're really good, my friend.
2: Okay, great. Uh, Yeah, what was interesting, Gerald, is uh, as Tom alluded to with the rebounding, I mean, we hammered them on the boards. We absolutely hammered them. But what was interesting is we were minus eight to them with points in the paint. We were able to manufacture their second chance points. And like you said, I mean, AD is so just so comfortable laying out there on the perimeter, waiting, waiting for that... LeBron pick and roll where he can hit that 16 to 18 footer and it's just a killer when we go on the um the, uh, you mentioned the uh the 80 the the 44 run what was interesting was when when Danny Green Dwight Howard KCP, LeBron and um and uh I'm
0: forgetting the fifth
2: anyway okay. yeah They had LeBron
0: and AD. That's what counts. And KCP hit some timely shots. Yeah, he
3: started to come back.
2: Yeah, they outscored 46-17. That was a 29-point swing with just those five guys out there. This
1: is Rafael from
2: NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening
1: to the Lakers Fast Break.
0: Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse so again, it was a very impressive performance for three quarters by the Los well two and a half quarters I want to say for the Los Angeles Lakers that totally put this game out of reach. Almost gave it back because they put their foot off the gas, which I know Frank Vogel's <laughs> got to let them know in no uncertain terms. But also here today to talk about what's going on with today's game, a very happy man indeed. You also got to check out his work as a blog editor for LakerHolics.com. It is Jamie Sweet and Jamie. You're definitely a happy man indeed. But what really stuck out to you most in today's game?
4: Uh, I mean, I'm... first, like, you know, I don't think there's anything. There's just no stopping AD and LeBron if they're playing well.
0: Sounded like there was I... an ambulance. Is that for Goran Dragic?
4: <laughs> there was an ambulance. Yeah, Gorin did not show up today. uh He did not have a game like we'd seen him having in other series. uh I don't know if that's because the Laker coaches did a great job at breaking down his points of attack and closing off the lanes that he likes to drive not in. Not
0: at first, though. Not at no. first. Because there was a layup line like uh, Raphael and Magic Man and Laker Tom were saying early on, it was very frustrating. Something happened halfway through that first quarter that really got the Lakers going.
4: Well, it's the energy, right? It's, if the Lakers show up with energy it's and AD and LeBron are making shots, I don't think there's a team right now that can beat them. Maybe the Milwaukee Bucks when they were playing really well pre-bubble or maybe the Clippers pre-bubble. But post bubble than the last time we played them. Yeah, we I mean – but they beat us before that. I mean, point th- th- that and that's the regular season. Like, I'm not talking the regular season. I'm talking the playoffs. In the bubble, in the playoffs, when those two guys are going, and let's face it, Milwaukee and the Clippers didn't show up in the bubble the way they were playing before, and the Lakers didn't either. They found a switch somewhere in that first series uh, that they have now been able to f- flip three series in a row, and I don't see a way that they're not going to flip it in this series. Um they're probably going to make a liar of my prediction, which I'm, I've been happy being wrong every single prediction. Uh, happy to be wrong. Great, great thing to be wrong about. Uh, I just don't think there's the, the size of Anthony Davis and the skill of Anthony Davis is like an even more powerful, smooth version of Kevin Garnett. Like Kevin Garnett was like a raw force of nature, but... Anthony Davis is like the jazz version. Well, What's of the best part Kevin about Gunnett? it? He
0: doesn't take no, those. T- well, hold on, I just want to say this. The best no, part no, about it, he doesn't take those 24, 23 or twenty-two foot right on the line where he has a back foot on the line <laughs> two-point shots. analytic twos. Yeah, the okay, Ed, that drives an analyst nuts right there. But yes, uh, you're you're absolutely his, right.
4: His made his mid-range jumpers are smart mid-range jumpers. Very smooth. It's very smooth.
0: They're, very they're five smooth.
4: foot. They're five feet in front of the line. They're within the flow of the offense. They're not breaking the possession. They're not jacking it up out of the middle of nowhere. They're off of play action. And they're both so smart. And I actually don't know if I've seen two superstars mesh this well since maybe Jordan and Pippen uh, well, on the court. Get,
0: that's another discussion for another day.
4: I I agree, especially with Pippin's comments about how life is so easy in the bubble, <laughs> uh, which I found to be I don't see though Pippin
0: though being at the level of a Nancy Davis.
4: No. no. No, 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 that's not I'm not saying that. Shaq I'm and Kobe that, like, is probably a better Shaq and Kobe well. Is a no, better. but there was obviously what tension they, on the court between Shaq right. and Kobe. Like you didn't have to believe the hype of off the court drama. You yeah, we'll see it. Shaq on didn't, the didn't come there for court.
3: Kobe. Shaq didn't come there for Kobe. No. And A D definitely was brought there by LeBron. Yes, Go
0: uh, ahead, John. Uh, I know you wanted to say something. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. No, that's a brilliant a brilliant uh, analogy Jamie had about uh, really spot on. What I was okay. going to say is um, what Tom said is also true. Like, we also have to remember something. Without Magic, I don't think LeBron necessarily comes to the Lakers. But without LeBron, don't get AD either. And at I- some I point think- in time, LeBron's going to stop playing basketball. It's so- just going <laughs> to... And, for, and for, is he?
0: for all of us. Maybe someday. Maybe. I, I, Billy is the goat.
3: I think LeBron
1: would come into the Lakers if I was the general manager. Either, either I, one of us. Yeah. It's yeah. L.A. I, I mean, if you notice there's the trend that, in the no, last no, couple I, of years,
2: I'm talking about with um and Jim Bus and Mitch Kupchak were running things. There's, oh there's, hell no! I
4: don't
2: company.
1: think it would have mattered. I think for LeBron, I think it would have been an opportunity to do what he's done to basically save LA with his people. All he right. needed to do was go there and then Rich Paul and his people were gonna make everything else happen.
0: Plus also so, the, all his interests that are outside the game of basketball that he's a part of, that he's building and creating there in Hollywood. It is such a lure for anyone who has a. It's a big deal. But my what? ultimate- Go ahead, Sean. My, yeah, I just wanted to finish my point. The point
2: is that with LeBron, when he's done playing, Anthony will still be playing, God willing.
0: Are you sure about LeBron. that?
4: Yeah. They may retire together.
0: Yeah, that's what I
4: <laughs> They could LeBron retire they together. Years, huh? LeBron until he, he's 44.
0: Well, the wow. record is, is 50, right around 50 years old for an NBA player. So just want to let you know. Uh, was that? that? was
4: that? Uh, was that Robert Parrish? No, I'm just kidding. Not that I
0: researched it after what oh, Rafael was yeah, talking about. It was right around 50.
2: Willis Kevin Willis played oh, that's the right. 42 43
0: yeah. but moving Damn, that's right. okay but I want to go ahead with Raphael here real quick I mean one of the things that we've talked about and one of the things that I've been kidding about by the entire media, media for actually three rounds four rounds now going into this is the Lakers supporting staff the supporting cast that they have and how okay Lakers have the best one and two <laughs> but everything else three through twelve it's all the other team now I mm-hmm. want to hear your thoughts. The Lakers supporting cast did step up today. I still see some things that need to work on, like Caruso getting beat on back doors a lot. I'm not liking that. Uh, there's some other little things that I saw that I didn't like, but as a supporting cast whole, they really stepped up their game to the point where they were good enough, and that's all I'm asking for.
1: Yeah, I mean, when they got into the hole, uh, it was KCP's big shots that kind of closed the gap. I think he had Back-to-back threes. Yes, that's yep. correct. Cut it down to um, eight. Three. Yeah, I mean, I was... And he I was, was a big reason.
3: He, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, go ahead. Was uh, he was a big he, reason
3: also defensively as to because he was covering Goran and and basically shut Goran down after that first little flurry in the first quarter. So he he's he's played extremely well on both ends of the court. Um, it, you know, he deserves a lot of credit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Danny Green... Played some excellent defense tonight. Um, Hit some timely shots. Um, Caruso always is in the middle of the mix of playing defense. Um, The whole team basically really just locked in and played outstanding defense.
1: Yeah, I don't think you could have asked for a a better performance from the Lakers outside of that first four or five minutes. Other than that, you know, you got everything you needed. Bron was... I mean he was i wouldn't say he was coasting but it was like a little level above coasting
0: and that was but what was i was committed. kind of volleyball
3: coasting well
0: i was kind of yeah. worried about it at first because you saw on that 23 to 10 run or to start the game lebron was not impacting or forcing his will upon the game he was almost like feeling it out which sometimes he does mm-hmm. as far as how his teammates are doing what's the other team's game plan things of that nature sometimes he takes the time to see the floor and. Yes, the Lakers during that time they usually pay the price for it, but as you can see, you no, know, they didn't spend the whole game making that up. Once they evaluated the situation on how to handle it and how to attack it, they really did numbers on it. And even those times that the heat hit the zone on the Lakers, the Lakers were able to go ahead and cut into the middle and attack it with a vengeance. Tom, I want to ask you, I mean, were you impressed how they that cause that kind of freaked me out, got me scared? about in advance as far as you know they they were going to throw out a zone continuously at the Lakers and the Lakers just found a way to get around it go through the middle of it and they found ways to go ahead and be effective against that zone
3: yeah there's a couple of things about that of a zone that is is really not a good decision against the Lakers and and when you went back and Pete Zayas had a had a great video of when the uh, November game when we beat them 95 to 80 they threw that same zone against us, and and basically they got the ball to LeBron or AD in the middle, and they're like a super go super zone busters when you get them the ball in the middle because it's one step to the one step to a dunk, uh, one one easy little pass for a lob for another dunk or an open three point shooter, and that's how basically you beat the zone. Um, but the key thing I thought in this game, which was really interesting, and I'll give credit for the announcers for bringing it up. Frank took LeBron out right at the point when we're getting our butt beat. Yeah. And he went small with AD at center. He stayed with and, the
0: rotations.
3: And, yeah, he stayed with his rotations. And everybody, you know, we all know the history during the year that we're so much plus above when we got LeBron in there and we would pull him out and we just have AD. It's always never been. We've never been able to come out plus. Well, that just triggered everything in that particular situation. And a big part of it is the speed that the the increased speed you get defensively when you take a big out of there. Um, I thought that was a real factor because then all of a sudden we were on everybody, you know, just like glue, and and that made a big difference in it. But um, I, I, you know, I'm so happy that Vogel did exactly what I was hoping he would do. He made the right adjustments. He didn't play JaVale McGee. Right. Um, we talked about, is. but we talked about this in the last game. Even Raphael was agreeing that there's no reason to play McGee, to be honest.
0: I'll tell you what right Um, now. I think uh, I should go ahead. If I, if I could, I would love to send Frank a text. Hey, start McGee at point guard just for later time. (laughs) Just for later time.
3: (laughs) Well, but you gotta, you gotta give Frank credit because he stuck by his rotations. He went small at that point in time. And, what did I think was it 15 minutes uh, that that McGee- that Howard played? Yeah, Howard yeah, played that just 15. That 33 minutes of the rest of the time, AD was at center. Yeah. Other mm-hmm. than maybe some garbage time at the end of the no, game. No,
2: no. Morris played a little bit. Morris played a little bit. But That's yeah, true. AD, of it.
0: 18, uh, Eighteen minutes for Mar uh, Markeith Morris. Eight points, two for threes from three point lane. That's. Uh, that's what you need to do as far as be effective off the bench. Um, yep, Jamie, I want to ask you this: when it comes to how the Lakers can continue this going forward in two games, because we don't know who's going to be playing for the Miami Heat. You know, I, I have a feeling Kendrick Nunn is going to take that momentum and be a bigger factor throughout the entire game, as opposed to being there, you know, after the game has already been decided. But seeing that that's the case. And we already hear from Raphael. Thank you, Raphael, by the way, for getting that on Twitter as far as the update on Goran Dragic. But what are you expecting from Miami as far as a counterattack in game two?
4: I mean, Spo's going to throw the kitchen sink at the Lakers, man. Like, that's that's all they can do at this point. They don't have a lot of, you know, <laughs> they don't have a lot of counters. When you their bench outscored our bench, I think, by like, Double digits, I want to say at least it was close to twenty points. I want to say, but most of uh, it was most of it was in the garbage time. The uh, bench was. You know, we outscored them up to the third quarter. Yeah, I'm just, Kendrick I'm just Nunn, saying Kendrick Dunn's eighteen points. They have a lot more firepower off their bench than we have our off of ours uh, in terms of scoring I ability. Uh, no, sure
0: I, God, I I agree with with Jamie on that. You've got I more mean, potential off the Miami bench of you know somebody coming in and doing what Kendrick Nunn did as opposed to what, you know, with Duncan you, Robinson, you, Kendrick Nunn, and uh, you know, a Tyler Hero who've all shown in the playoffs uh, except all for three guys. Yeah.
4: Here, here, All three here, of those guys. Yeah, All three of those guys. Go
0: ahead, here,
2: Magic Man. Yeah, no, here's what's interesting, right? So I'm a big fan of Kendrick Nunn and I've followed him since the beginning of the year. His story is great. Um, you know, he kind of disappeared in the bubble though he didn't have the same impact that he had during the season and now he's coming in cold and he had 18 points and now I'm wondering like Jamie said Spawn might have to throw the kitchen sink at the Lakers because I saw the replay after uh, what Raphael said I don't think Dragic can complain game 2 and we're going to see about Jimmy Butler and um, I I'm almost certain Bam's going to play. He's dinged up,
4: but he's going to play. Well,
0: um, well, we'll definitely see what happens there. But
4: uh, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised to see Olenek start. Yeah. Uh, if, if, to, if Bam's hurt. Wow. If Bam's if, hurt. If, even if Bam's not hurt, like I think you got to switch Bam over to a, 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 not Dwight Howard for whatever minutes Dwight Howard's in there. Like they got to have somebody who's just going to hit back at Dwight and not worry about... Anything else? Like you just gotta counter. It's like a chess match, right? Like you gotta counter the rook with the rook, uh, and and don't worry about the other how the other pieces move. Like just let two guys who you don't really care about bang it out. You know, Godzilla versus King Kong down in the paint, and say, "Bam, should he go?" And I hope he does. I hate when. Well, then, especially... well, let, me, Kel, let me
0: ask you this: over under on the on the number of seconds it will take for a double technical between Kelly Olenek <laughs> and White Howard.
4: Five minutes. Okay. Five minutes. Five minutes well, in the first quarter.
2: That's, that's interesting, though, because he's not a terrible three-point shooter.
4: No, he can stretch the four a little bit.
2: Yeah, so that's going to be that's gonna be an interesting wrinkle if Bo does that. I wouldn't be surprised. But then again, would you expect Myers Leonard to play? Drew Kedrick's not there cold, and Myers Leonard hasn't played a lot. So. He'll
4: definitely play if Bams out, but... Uh, if bam goes if i mean i i really it's, i hate when players get injured at this level like i don't ever like for this kind of thing you know, like, i always stop, this point. Well, the I know, but,
2: well it
0: does <laughs> it does baker tom stop it please just stop it.
4: yeah. yeah it's not over it's,
0: it's, it's, don't think you're bro. They, do.
3: <laughs> they don't have the size they don't have the size and physicality underneath
4: Rafael saved me here.
0: I mean, Rafael wasn't you and I (laughs) was talking about this, and you know, Rafael said he learned his lesson after the Clippers series against the Nuggets. Do not call these games so early.
1: Nope. Right. Yeah, but man, (laughs) (laughs) this is tough. You got the three best players are banged up. You got Duncan Robinson, whose whole game feeds off of dribble penetration. Without Dragic getting in the lane, he doesn't get a good look. I think he only got up three shots today. Yeah, he got shut down. And then...
3: Uh, and abused on wow. defense. Yeah,
0: so he got kicked out of the game, basically. He got taken out because of the fact, like yeah. you said, he was picked on it every time, right, Rafael? And or like, Tom, I know you guys pointed yeah. out that as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a smart move. If you're going to play Hero and Robinson a lot of minutes, then you just you know run something where you get them matched up against LeBron and it out the way. Tradically There's nothing Miami zone. can
3: do about that.
0: That's you know, a zone. They were trying to hide him. I, I was yeah. listening during the game on radio, and at one time uh, I think John Ireland noted that Tyler Hero at one point was a negative 36, I think was the Oh, he finished he negative 39. 35. Yeah, he got up to, 39. Got to 39. Yeah, yeah. 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 okay. So he, but he finished off at negative 35. So uh, I mean, there's could be an experience factor there, but, you know, he's obviously a, a hot and cold rookie, and he was very cold at this point in time. We'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Needing an edge for your fantasy football team? Listen to the guys at Inside Sports Fantasy Football for insight that will help you reach your league championship that's inside sports fantasy football check it out today on your favorite podcast outlet you know that leads me into what we're going to be talking about right here before we wrap everything up and that is game two i mean what can the lakers do to sustain that momentum laker tom i'm gonna start with you i know it sounds easy i know you already have this game finished i know you already got your broom Already coming out of the closet at this point in time. That was
3: my wife. That wasn't me. I I took him in five. Okay. Okay.
0: But I, you know, you might change your mind. Mrs.
3: Laker Tom said she wants to be on the podcast when they sweep.
0: There you go. (laughs) Absolutely. The the red carpet is always open for her. So there you go. Um,
3: No, let me ask you, let me give you a question back. Well, but she'll
0: also be the only person that can get in a word in edgewise when you're talking. So there you go. Oh, my
3: God. (laughs) Well, you can always. You can always mute me. That's the big priority that you got right there as the host. Oh, that's yes, <laughs> right. Uh, would you rather
0: a, have? They didn't do that last bench, night. Would
3: rather, what would you rather have coming off your bench? Tyler Hero and uh, Kendrick Nunn or Rajan Rondo and Alex Caruso? Oh, think about well, well like this offense I, offense I don't defense. have to think about think it. About it's... that for a second when you talk about how much better their bench was than the Laker bench.
0: Oh, they played better this way. I mean, the experience right now. No, I don't
3: from... even care what the, what the results of this mm-hmm. game was. Look at the whole playoffs and look at the value that <laughs> that you're bringing into the game from guys like Rondo and AC who have specific roles that they really do, which is a whole lot more important than shooting a few three-pointers in the game.
4: I mean, I would argue the
3: experience that, that – these guys these two rookies don't have either
0: well when hero throws up 37 what, what, on the Boston right. Celtics I, well
3: he didn't throw up 37 against the Lakers and he's gonna <laughs> he might he might he might no, shake the loose point man is you're, I mean, yeah. you're not giving enough value to defense no. to playmaking to 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 finals experience versus rookies
4: well first I, off the point I made was that Miami has more scoring power off the bench and Robinson and Hero. I didn't no, say they were better players. They, you said they have a better bench.
3: Go back no, and think nice. about
0: it. No, no. I, no, I still think they don't. do. I still think they do. But then again, like You're you said, wrong. the Lakers, the Lakers pieces fit for what they're doing around AD and LeBron. When it, yeah. when it goes off the rails, it can go off the rails very quickly because you cannot get that sport. If AD and LeBron are not playing at a maximum level, it goes off the rails very quickly because the Lakers don't nope. have that kind of support. And you can't tell me that you can't tell me that differently. LeBron and AD, if they're running and everything's good and everything's clicking, you see everybody else is clicking. But yep. as soon as LeBron and AD are one of those two are not playing well, it really shows out it's like a it's like a blister on your thumb it really starts to show and you know this tom and we've discussed yeah, this
3: Tom. i don't know i don't know what i know is that you win with superstars which as i said before you win yeah. with experience well that's why i and think the lakers and the rookies because are going to the, when they get into the finals which is what the well, rookies did
2: well I, i'd like to i'd like to remind everybody on the panel that uh you know <laughs> around 2007 and 2008 uh, a particular bench in L.A. proved to be very important to win Kobe Bean Bryant when he won the MVP award. So
0: let's That's not the power of a better. Well, I don't want to give Laker Tom an art attack because I know his blood pressure is boiling up already on the day that the Lakers win. So uh, I just
3: took my blood pressure half an hour ago, and it's fine,
0: Gerald. Okay, Varkhagen. fair enough. So we'll just talk about the, <laughs> the Miami bench a little bit more. But no, I'm going ahead as far as finishing this conversation. Uh, Jamie, I just want to say, look again, how can the Lakers sustain this momentum? Because it's I mean, easy it's, to say.
4: It's easy to say, and I think it's going to be come down. I mean, this is what we've said from the beginning of the season, beginning of the playoffs. We just said it about five minutes ago, this Laker team is going as far as LeBron and AD take them. Uh You're not going to rely on Rondo to beat Miami. You're not going to rely on Caruso to beat Miami. You're not going to rely on any specific player on the Laker bench beat Miami. Could you promote Tyler hero to the starting lineup and make a difference? Yes. Could you promote Duncan Robinson to the starting lineup and make a difference? Yes. He is in the starting lineup, but, but he wasn't at the beginning of the bubble or at the beginning of the season, he earned his spot in the starting lineup. And the point being is that there's not a lot of moves, especially if Dragic can't go uh, that Miami has to turn this momentum back in their favor. Uh, I think they got to junk the game up as much as they possibly can. It's got to be a mud fight. Uh, they got to just, they got to piss Dwight off. They got to do whatever they got to do to make this uh, a fracas and not a basketball game, like how Detroit used to play, right? Like Riles, everybody likes to think of Riles as like the West Coast Showtime guy. People forget that he also in- invented the mud fight that was the New York Knicks for like four seasons. So, like, Miami will do whatever it needs to do to try to even this. Uh they definitely have a talent depth that is not gonna be easy to overcome. Uh, especially if Dragic can't go or Butler's hobbled or both are hobbled and they are playing. Um, you know, you see what happens when a superstar isn't at hundred percent. You saw it at the end of the Portland series. You saw it you know, you you saw it when Murray got a little banged up towards the end of the Denver series the whole the wheels come off quickly when the when the Ferrari isn't in tune and so it, we just gotta you gotta keep those two you gotta 80 and LeBron have to be healthy and play at a pretty high level um which I think LeBron is locked in I don't I don't question LeBron showing up just about every night I don't think we're gonna get like series one early bubble LeBron or any more games at all uh 80 uh, a little more of a question mark but also seems pretty locked in especially on defense. I'm just worried about
0: fatigue at this point in time. Three
4: I games. mean, it's, I, they play.
0: Remember, they play every other day. So I think
4: that's a that's a the first that's a valid games. concern, but it's a concern that's yeah. going to apply that's equally to need. both teams. It's going to a concern that applies equally to the Heat and the Lakers. Not it's not right. like the Heat. <laughs> no, he's, he's still a fiver. Uh,
0: he said that's all it'll take. That's four games. So yeah. there
4: you go. Well, I, yeah. what go what ahead, was, Sean.
0: Yeah. No. What was interesting about
2: like. Even going back to the, the conference run through four games, it was pretty much uh, nip and tuck between those four teams. It really was. So the fact that we came out here and we hammered them, I think they're going to respond the next game. I, yeah. I really don't want Laker fans to underestimate.
3: It's the game that they can back. win, game two. I think well, you're right,
0: John
2: well, a wounded animal is the most dangerous animal, Plus, you're
0: also asking them to go ahead and continue to shoot poorly, uh, you know, poorly as they did. 31.5% or something like that, under 32% from the three-point area. The Lakers, conversely, shot almost 40% from the uh, three-point area. That's something that... Difference in the
3: defense on both teams.
0: Yeah, so it it has to stay... I mean, it has to stay a focus on defense for for the Lakers to go ahead and continue this easy ride as, as they currently have, but... Before we head on out, and before we go ahead and talk about what you guys are up to, Raphael. I mean, seriously, what can the Lakers do to go ahead? Because the numbers at some point are going to go out in one way or the other, as you see with runs and things of that nature. I mean, how much longer can they hold Miami down to that kind of ineffectiveness that they had today?
1: Um, I don't know. I mean, I think what the Lakers need to do to maintain this momentum and to win the series is show up. <laughs> Put on their socks, their shoes, <laughs> and their uniforms. Not in that order, though. And, and uh, just go out there and play. It's gonna be tough for Miami to to win. They have to win four games in the next what six? six? Yeah. With their best three best players banged up, it's gonna. Be, I mean, if I'm it's the Lakers, I don't make a single adjustment. Just no. no. I think even at this point. Even if Spo coaches a, a masterful game, the Lakers can still out talent them. And the Lakers have guys to where I mean think about like if you're Jimmy Butler, now you're gonna have to play a lot of point guard. What does that mean? Rondo and Caruso are gonna be picking you up full court on a bum every ankle. time they're in. On a bum ankle. Now you have to I mean, I guess none can, can play. I mean, he was first team all rookie. Um, so I think that's you know, that's not bad. But if Butler's not getting dribble penetration and then you know Duncan Robinson is not getting any open looks, and then, if you have Rondo or Caruso or even k c p picking Butler up full court, he's gonna have to give the ball to somebody else to bring the ball to court, and now their whole entire offense is out of sync in the first five or six seconds of the possession it's It's gonna be tough. I mean, you never want to count a team out, but um, I really don't have a lot of faith in this banged up Miami team beating. The Lakers four times in the next week.
0: Remember, my wow. Laker, remember, my lake of paranoia runs high, so that's <laughs> why I do and say the things I do because. But until, every
3: game, every the big difference, the big difference, Gerald. That and you yours runs low,
0: very low. I just wanted to say that for you, Lake. The so, big,
3: dif- the big difference is how their Lakers are playing defense in these playoffs, that's because I agree with even you. even in the games that were sort of close, they always had the ability to flip that switch defensively and really shut down the other team. And they did that in every one of the series. That's why they won those series in five games.
0: Well, that's why they if, went on an 80-44 run. So, that's, yeah.
3: You know, you, you, can only, you can live and die by the three and, and outscore people like crazy, but you're going to hit those games where you just can't make the shots. It's just the law of averages. But if you play that defense the way the Lakers did every time, that's what's going to prevent anybody from coming back. Agreed. And you know, and it, it just it makes it so much harder. It's so much harder to make shots when they're challenged all the time and they're not as good as shots and they're not wide well, open. The the
2: big the big the big difference, what what really sparked all of this was LeBron bought in Vogel's defense. He and and
3: A D and A D demand.
2: demand. Yeah. When when we traded for AD, a light switch, obviously it went off for LeBron. We have to build a defensive culture now. We've got the best defensive player in the NBA. Sorry, Rudy. Sorry, Giannis. Yeah, AD for sure. AD is in the finals. Come on. Let, let's, let's stop this. He's over.
3: going to be the finals MVP. Yeah. He and, is. And, and, and,
0: I think and LeBron's
3: going to make him be that. He's going to beat him the
0: ball to do that. that, Let Sean finish what he's saying. Yeah, If he does
2: win the finals MVP, then let's have a real conversation about AD finally being in the conversation as as the best player in the world with LeBron Hmm. and with KD and with Giannis. I think it's a dead heat between those four guys. Uh, I don't. I I think if you
1: put... I would say if you swapped AD with Giannis... Same situation.
2: I'm it's not different.
1: sure about that
3: because... Yeah, you're underestimating LeBron's impact as, as a playmaker. No, no, I'm, and a I'm saying that if, if AD played
1: for the Bucks and Giannis played for the Lakers, people would be saying the same thing.
2: Agreed. Oh, well, as yeah, if you I, put agree Rudy, I agree
1: with if that. If you put Rudy on the Lakers and AD on the Jazz, the Lakers are still
3: possibly in the NBA Finals. No, I agree well, with Well, I don't know about Rudy.
2: It's know what, about Rudy. No, no. He,
3: he doesn't have the offensive impact that Giannis, but, 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 Giannis but, but, or AD has.
2: Raphael makes a valid point, though. It's what it's what Coach Van Gundy said on the uh, broadcast as well. When Breen was talking about AD's skills and uh, Coach said it wasn't his skills that changed. It was his circumstances.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Kyrie but, but couldn't he, win a single he game. Better. He is better. He is better with LeBron. Right. LeBron made him so, better. Everybody's,
4: everybody's better with LeBron.
1: Yeah, Kyrie didn't win 20 games. They got right. the number one pick. LeBron right. comes in, yeah. he goes
3: to the finals. Right, right. right. So let's you know, so
4: pick AD, the heir
3: apparent, rather than the, the next Here's, great player. He could be the heir apparent.
0: Let, let Sean that finish, matter? please. Now I know what Chris yeah. Wallace went through. Please go ahead, Sean. Oh my God. when When. Uh LeBron is alluding to
2: why A D is kind of is probably will be the best player he ever played with. It's because un unlike somebody like Kevin Love as a big, A D proved beyond a shadow of a doubt that he could lead a team to the playoffs. Now, without a complimentary superstar, he obviously couldn't ascend to to a finals. But he did prove himself to be a superstar. Whether or not the tells fans feel differently, he's in the finals. We got to the finals. Thank you very much. We'll send you a gift basket.
4: We did. We sent him Brandon Ingram. (laughs) Hi, this is Mr. Holiday from the podcast, My Worst Holiday, and you're listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Hey, Lakers fans.
0: Looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news? at com. All right, guys. It's been a great conversation so far, and I'm looking forward to what's going to happen on Friday. Uh, but before we head on out, I know you guys are all working on stuff. As Raphael now, it's a famous saying now, you guys got a lot of stuff going on and that's being put into the chamber. So before we head on out, Laker Tom, I'm going to start with you, my friend. Let's go ahead. Well, if we could still be called friends. You know, you kind of got off my case earlier, but... Laker, Tom, I want to hear what you're up to with LakerHollies.com because you do such a great job with all 30,382 articles that you've got prepared. So I want to hear your thoughts, my friend, on what you're up to at
4: LakerHollies.
3: I've got a bunch of stuff that I've been working on for after the end of the season. Um, (laughs) I was going to say. Lakers are one win away from
1: Laker time, having a free agent (laughs) post in the chamber. Oh my God! (laughs) How
0: many how many trade? Well, well, how how many trade McGee articles do you have?
3: (laughs) Trade is an important thing, Um, but no, I I think I think I think (laughs) I think think that uh, I'll spend tomorrow basically writing up what I think happened in this first game of the series and uh, what a terrific job Frank Vogel's done. Um, How great! the leadership of LeBron James has turned the franchise and and conquered the bubble to a certain extent. Um, And, you know, from the other side, I think that, you know, you know that I love you, Gerald, and, and, you know, none of this is ever personal. I think that you're, as I say many times, a maestro, a host extraordinaire. Um, The way that you managed to, I wish that you had been the, the uh, moderator for the debate. Then I would the, have definitely uh, hit
0: the mute button. Here it comes. Here it comes.
3: <laughs> they need <laughs> a mute button, didn't they? Um, but no, I, I, this, is a gr- this is a great win for the Lakers. They did it exactly the, the way that you should with a defense-first mentality, and that's really what makes them invincible at this point in time in this series. Um, I might have to actually admit to my wife that she's right and I was wrong. Mm-hmm. This, this is looking a lot like it could be a sweep.
4: Magic 8-Ball eight eight advises that be a wise choice.
0: And as someone who has been married 16 years, <laughs> right. I know that's very hard.
4: Try 53 years.
0: <laughs> that's even harder. Sean, <laughs> I want to go ahead and talk to you, my friend, about your work at what's going on with Lakerholics.com. So I want to hear what you've got in store, what's locked in your chamber, and ready to go ahead and introduce to the public out there at Lakerholics
2: yeah gerald I, I just uh wanted to um focus on you know just how this calendar year has affected all of us as leaguer fans it's It's been the craziest calendar year as my fandom ever from China crisis to the untimely death of Kobe to the coronavirus. And now we're here. We're in the finals. Should soak it in, smell the roses for once, and you know, just really find joy that we're we'll back.
0: No team Could agree more. Has ever gone through a season? Technically, it's been a season. It has with Lakers with, with such extreme highs and lows. Even little things like during the coronavirus, and that was an embarrassment for the uh, the team, which. Again, as I told Laker Tom way back when, irritates me still to this day that that happened. It was very disgraceful and embarrassing. Uh, you I, know, obviously what happened with Kobe, obviously what happened in China, but the highs that they had, they were leading the Western Conference. Remember, I picked this team to win. Tom picked this team to win, but we weren't sure. Tom was a little bit more sure as far as how they would do in the regular season. I was going right. to say they were just going to ease into it, but my gosh, they've done but so they've exceeded anyone's expectations and after game one they've exceeded it even more but jamie i want to go ahead and hit you up my friend on what you're working on with five great things at lakerholic stuff
4: well there's a few okay, things I'm, I'm working it. on right now i've got a fiver gonna drop tomorrow but i'm also petitioning the uh, debate committee to add uh, trap doors under both debaters uh with a bit <laughs> of piranhas uh and if you interrupt how about down the gong
0: Show? I wish Chuck Berry was still alive. Maybe get oh the my gong God. Show.
4: Well, <laughs> then you have to involve. Then you have to involve the CIA, and we all know how the president doesn't trust the CIA and or any government. And point being, uh, that was that was a uh, 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 it was like a WWE Raw, but Good without be, the WWE. actual Good without any wrestling.
0: No, no, the promos uh, are better on WWE. Raw. don't even go down that far.
4: It's coming. It's coming. We're we're moving towards idiocracy. It's very depressing. Uh, point being, uh I've got some stuff working on there. Thanks, Sean. Thank you. Thank you. I
2: get that reference.
4: It's coming, man. It's you know. I'm I'm waiting for my neighbor to start watering the plants with Gatorade, and I'll just be like, "That's it. That's it. Going to move into Tokyo." <laughs> well, LeBron better than you guys expected him to be as a late. Well, this band. is actually. I had a he question. Was about... AD better? Than you expected him a- to be a- as a player. Like for better. me, Ad a- a- was better. uh yeah. I, I I was you wondering know. earlier in the podcast, like, what would last year have looked like had LeBron never gotten injured? Yeah, could he have taken that team to the NBA finals?
3: I don't How about Ad's a-
4: improved a- free
3: throw shooting? I think that that transformed his game. You know, the fact that he all of a sudden went from a seventy percent free throw shooter to an eighty five, eighty six percent free throw shooter. I mean, yeah. Boy, right, I and, to... and picking up a lot more fouls
4: this year than ever before. Oh, he's playing yeah. a lot more. He's not getting. He's not letting a nagging injury see yeah. send him out for a month. <laughs> <laughs> that'll that'll help your stats <laughs> and your aggressiveness. But, but he's. But that's hit, always, you know, those hit. are the guy, those are the
3: guys that just drive you nuts when you're on the other team. You know the Hardens who just like oh, come on man he's shooting 12 out of 13 free throws every game now we got I, that guy on our side
2: i i read uh i read a story that summed up you know 80s with the with the lakers uh he apparently loves boutique movie theaters so he went to one in la when he was still a pelican and he lost his wallet he misplaced it he There's knew he misplaced it. and he knew it was in the movie theater calls the movie theater nope don't have it sorry Then when he's traded to the Lakers, all of a sudden he gets a call from this boutique movie theater. Uh, hello, Mr. Davis. We happen to find your wallet.
4: (laughs) For real? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, (laughs)
3: People suck. I love love the story about fifteen years old. Fifteen years old old, going to LeBron James camp and taking a bus from Chicago to Ohio to go to the LeBron's
0: camp. That was reiterated. A fifteen-year-old
4: point guard. Six, all, guard. I, I do think it's a question worth asking, because like, like, if LeBron had taken that Laker team last year to the NBA Finals, or even just like a deep playoff run, the conversation about LeBron James would be different, even more so than it is today. I And he's that already been a
0: harder team to go ahead and take to. Uh, I, you, I, have, you would mind. have
4: had to beat the Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> you would have had to beat the Warriors, but the Warriors were breaking down in the middle of the. You know, I can't remember how. Did Katie play in any of the playoffs? He, he, I guess he was playing. You know, we
3: were thrashing the Warriors before he hurt himself in that Christmas Day game. I yeah, remember Christmas. that. Yeah, that was yeah. Christmas.
4: I'm not going to count that for much. But, uh, you know, uh, the games are, you know, playoffs aren't decided in, in December. But I don't know. I just, uh, it's no, it just Milwaukee was... agrees. Milwaukee definitely <laughs> agrees. <laughs> right? Totally. Is, uh, it's it's so, just a question that's been popping around yeah. my head. Well, you it's know, a good one.
2: It's a pretty cool question. I think it's kind of unanswerable. Sure. But if, of course. If, if he. Well, if he if, if let he, me hook if, up
3: my time machine, Sean, did, and we'll find out.
2: If, if he did do something like that, that would be like Prometheus stealing fire from the
0: gods. There you go. There you go, indeed. Well, if you want to hear more of this conversation or more of the great stories and also articles that are available, please check it's out lakerholics.com. I'm showing one. everyone on Facebook Live right now. It's always a great place to go you can share your comments your thoughts on the lakers right now after game one no better place to go than lakerholics.com but if you're interested in the nba draft or who the lakers are going to draft or great prospects that are out there there's also no better place to go than the man indeed who charged and runs the experience known as nba draft junkies i know you've dropped a couple videos in the past couple of days so my friend before we head on out, I want to hear what you're doing at NBA Draft Chunk.
1: Uh, you know the same, same every day. Every day is the same. And uh, I just <laughs> dropped a a video on a Lithuanian uh, prospect who I think uh I, I think that he he has a chance of making it to the NBA. Um, actually, I think that he would actually be a good pick for the Lakers, especially if um he he doesn't get drafted. I think he would be a a target that you could sign to maybe a two-way deal and develop him. He's 6'4". He actually reminds me of Dragic. That's my comparison. He's Dragic without the Mm -hmm. first step. But he's lefty. He's 6'4". He can play on and off the ball. Um, He's a knockdown shooter. Shot over 40% from three last year. He's a good mid-range shooter. High IQ. And uh, I've been following him since 2017. But people may remember the name because when the Ball brothers were playing in Lithuania... He lit LaMelo LaMelo up for 31 um, back in January 2018. So I think that he he would be a good prospect for a lot of teams, but I think he would fit with what the Lakers need as a a ball handler, another guy that can play pick and roll and knock down open shots. But he wouldn't be ready next year. He's still a teenager. But I think going forward, he's somebody that they can develop.
0: That's okay. LeBron will still be 25 and wait for him. That's the yeah. so whenever he finally you know gets to age thirty, LeBron will still be twenty five. <laughs> but anyways, uh, for all those great videos, including one that I got turned on to by Rafael Yamadar. Not sure if he's going to make the league, but he is someone that has a lot of things that he could bring to the table as well. And actually, Yamadar was most recent outside of Rokas Jokabaitis video that you see right here at NBA Draft Chunkies on YouTube. But please get a chance to check out Run the Floor podcast, NBA Draft Chunkies. Well, for me, if you didn't get a chance to hear Jeff Perlman with the awesome number one sports biography right now, Three Ring Circus, please check out our Monday episode. It's a, I had a great conversation. He's a really nice guy doing the car wash of media all over the place. But for a really in-depth interview with, or he even asked me questions, which I was so honored for him to do. Please check it out. In fact, I even asked Sean Grice's AK Magic Man's question on the show. So you want to go ahead and check that out at Lakers Fast Break, right there for you. Plus also as well, Pop Culture Cosmos. I got an episode that's going to drop on Friday. I got one that I just dropped on Monday. So check it out as well for the latest news and trends in pop culture on Pop Culture Cosmos. But guys... Lakers 1-0 right now. Game one goes to the Lakers with a 116-98 victory over the Miami Heat. You don't know who's going to play for Miami coming up here in game two, but it'll be very interesting. We'll be back Friday. We're going to take a day off, but we'll be back Friday. Go ahead and recap whatever happens in game two at the NBA Finals right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.